when are they going to learn? You don't mock the belt. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Backcast, the podcast where you don't have to be back or stand, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. We shut out Russell Wilson for the first time in his career, Karasi. And today, we're going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers defeating the Seattle Seahawks 17 to nothing. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Tyler Adam, and we have Charles in Roseville. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Geezer. We have Brandon Crisp. We have Seattle's defense, which I love is a trash can. We have Liam Mosley. We have Banger Bros. We have Rodney Swigart. We have Mr. Shuckle. We have Auto Addiction. We have P.F. Dibbles. And we have, of course, Braden Petro. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the Green Bay Packers coming off a loss 13 to 7 against the Kansas City Chiefs of course without one Aaron Rodgers as he had the COVID. Aaron Rodgers activated this past Saturday that he was going to play that we had a toe injury was going to play this week and this was not the Aaron Rodgers show by any stretch of the imagination and for the majority of this game it was a 3-0 ball game held by the Packers. Mason Crosby had a missed field goal early on, which sparked a ton of discussion on the internets and, of course, in the live stream about, oh, is Mason Crosby washed up? Is this his time? Thankfully, Crosby then hit his other field goal and every single extra point after. But at the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers shut out the Seahawks, and the story became about the defense once again, which was absolutely phenomenal but we'll get to that let's break down some stats first Rodgers 23 for 37 292 yards zero touchdowns one interception was only sacked once though was under pressure a whole lot because of that O-line AJ Dillon a stud a stud today 21 for 66 on the ground with two touchdowns also caught two receptions for 62 yards one on the sideline where he is dancing, staying in bounds. Adams was the lead receiver, 7 for 78. Jones, 7 for 25 on the ground, 4 for 61, which was two big back-to-back screens. However, the big story was Aaron Jones getting injured in this game in which he was hobbling off the field, couldn't make it off the field, and all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh. However, the initial diagnosis from the Packers squad was that they thought it was a sprained MCL, which was confirmed later tonight. And so the good thing is, is that he has had a sprained MCL three times already, and every single one of those times, he has not needed surgery. So the outlook is good for Aaron Jones to hopefully play again this season. The good news for the Packers is they have two more weeks, then they have a bye week. So even if he needs to be out for three weeks, hey, 
at least he's going to be able to rest up. And I think A.J. Dillon in a snowy game, which, by the way, the last time A.J. Dillon played in a snowy game against the Titans, he rocked it. Look at it again. Showed that he could be the number one back and carry the load. The only concern there is is that now we have our number one in Aaron Jones and our number three in Kylan Hill injured. And so A.J. Dillon's the only one really there to kind of carry the load. But we'll see if Patrick Taylor could potentially fill in in that spot in the interim. But besides the offense, which definitely struggled out of the gate for the majority of those three quarters, which right now the Packers are 19th in the league in terms of points scored, their defense, completely other story. They were phenomenal the past couple weeks. They were phenomenal today. Campbell, five solo tackles, one for a loss, also had one QB hit. On top of that, Chris Barnes, who had a great game against the Chiefs last week, continued to do so, had four solo tackles here. Rasul Douglas, four tackles, one for a loss, one pass defended. Adrian Amos, three solo tackles, three passes defended, and a clutch interception, almost had a second. And Kevin King, even having himself an interception. And right now, the Packers' defense is third in points allowed behind the Bills and the Patriots. And they are playing phenomenal football. No Zadarius Smith. No Jair Alexander. Yeah, they're a freaking fracking good football team. Eric Stokes and Kenny Clark thankfully able to play today. And Eric Stokes, he made an immediate impact on the field. He allowed zero receptions on four targets. And Eric Stokes, I know he's a rookie, but playing above his pay grade. Overall, the defense was able to get three sacks on Russell Wilson. The other stories then come on the defense about people who were injured. We talked about Aaron Jones, but Rashawn Gary going out with what looked like to be a gruesome arm injury, which got caught underneath a guy falling, and it completely stretched the other way, and you're like, that didn't look good. Merciless, who got his first sack as a Green Bay Packer, he went out and was immediately ruled out. Haven't heard anything on him. However, with Rashawn Gary, the good news is, is that it seems to just be a hyperextended elbow. It doesn't look like there's going to be a break or anything like that. They're going to do an MRI on Monday, but it looks like things are in the clear. When he got injured, Rashawn Gary couldn't move his arm, went into the blue medical tent, came out with a little pep in his step, was fist bumping a whole bunch of teammates before going into the locker room. So it seemed like it was going to be good news. And that seems to be confirmed this evening. We'll see with the MRIs tomorrow. But the Packers on offense really dominated this game. The time of possession was swept by the Packers. 39 minutes and 9 seconds from the Packers compared to 20 minutes and 51 seconds by the Seahawks. And it seemed like the Packers should be up by more. You had Rodgers throwing a really bad interception. It was very un-Rodgers-like. He literally just threw it up in the air and threw it into double coverage. And it just was not a good decision in the end zone. And he kind of cleaned it up after that. I don't know if it was Rodgers just being a little rusty from being out for a week or just being in the building one day before, you know, the game actually was because he just came into the building on Saturday. But either way, this offense is definitely struggling. And I think they need to find their identity. You have MVS back, which is great. Rodgers tried to get him involved early on in the game. Donvante Adams is back as well. But now with Aaron Jones out, it's going to be like, all right, AJ Dillon's going to be our featured back. And it just seems that, the red zone offense continued to struggle. And on like those third and ones, like they either were just like, all right, we're going to go and get it and just be able to convert or we were getting stopped. And that's something that's going to need to be cleaned up down the line because it finally seems like we have a defense that's never going to give us up or let us down like Rick Astley says. And I think it's just a matter of that offense needing to find that balance and getting closer. Because if you look at the three opponents that they have faced and look at their quarterbacks, you look at Kyler Murray, you look Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson in total. 
All those QBs over the three weeks have had 601 yards, one touchdown total, and four interceptions, which is phenomenal for this Packers defense. It's a testament to what Joe Barry has been able to do with the personnel and or lack of personnel with guys like Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander missing, and my hat's off to him. Meanwhile, for Seattle, Russell Wilson, 20 for 40, 161 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, ran for 32 yards. Obviously, coming back after that big finger injury, and we're going to see kind of how he's going to be able to progress throughout the season. But Russell Wilson definitely missed some throws, just like Aaron Rodgers did. Alex Collins, 10 carries for 41 yards. Everett was their leading receiver, their tight end, 8 for 63. And the Packers' defense was able to hold guys like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf in check the entire game. However, Russell Wilson also missed DK Metcalf on multiple occasions who was wide open. DK Metcalf wound up getting ejected from this game after going after Henry Black, grabbing his face mask and just pulling it for no reason. And when prompted after in his press conference, like, why did you do that? He's like, I'm just tired of losing. Well, DK, uh, I can promise you that Getting ejected from the game is not going to help your team win football games, but that's neither here nor there. You also had Carlos Dunlap randomly toss a shoe. And I was like, is George W. Bush on the field? No. Okay, a lot of Austin Powers memes came after that. But this stat came out after the game. He had never had a shutout. Well, guess what? Russell Wilson was involved in a shutout today. He was shut out by the Green Bay Packers. In addition, this was the Packers' 451st home win, which is breaking the record of all-time wins at home. It broke the Bears' record. So even though the Bears are on by, they still lose. So you guys still suck. And in my opinion, this defense is a championship caliber defense, especially if the offense is able to keep up. David Bakhtiari was doubtful for this game, obviously didn't play. And I think that while he was activated on Wednesday, he's just getting closer and closer every single week. And when Bakhtiari comes back, that offensive line is going to be as strong as ever. But for me, this defense man is just playing out of its mind right now. They're playing the Vikings next week, and then they have a very, very significant challenge against the LA Rams. That's going to be able to test them against a Super Bowl contender, which I think the Packers are. And the more important news is because the Cardinals lost today and the Packers have the tiebreaker over them, right now the Packers are not only number one in the NFC North, they're number one in the entire NFC. And for the Packers, they want to clinch that home field advantage. They want that first round bye, which only comes with the first seed. And the Packers right now have it all in front of them in order to obtain those goals. And I do want to do a quick shout out because we do crap on the special teams a lot. And I know we talked about Crosby missing that one field goal, but Amari Rodgers was also able to return a whole bunch of kicks tonight, which was actually really nice to see that I didn't have to worry about him fumbling the ball or anything like that. He was catching things on the run. He was fair catching. And so shout out to Amari Rodgers. It's not easy being a rookie and dealing with returning duty, but he did pretty damn well. And the other last thing I want to say is Pete Carroll emptying his pockets trying to throw the challenge flag was the most one of the most entertaining parts about the game. So right now, the Green Bay Packers back on top, number one in the conference. Hopefully they can hold on to it for a whole lot longer and head into the playoffs as the number one team. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about shutting out the Seahawks? Does it feel extra good? Because for me, it feels extra good. Because as if you are a fan of this channel, you know how much I despise the Seahawks. And it's because of the Fail Mary in the championship game, which the NFL thankfully showed over and over again, especially with the Hail Mary at the end of the half with Russell Wilson. So every time we are able to beat the Seahawks, yeah, it doesn't completely wipe away the dead. But... 
it feels good. But let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go back, go. <laughs>